You want to know what I did for the majority of today? want to know what I did? want to know how I spent today as a, um, as a human being? I spent the entire day today going online trying to find a, um, a PS5. It all started in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning where I saw the first PS5 on Amazon being sold for over $1,500. Then it happened again a couple of hours later where I saw another one being sold for $1,400. I fell back asleep. I woke up once again at like 7 o'clock in the morning excited to purchase a PS5. It is now 9 o'clock Eastern time, the final pass of Walmart, the final stock that Walmart had has now been sold off. Was I a buyer? Did I get through the long problems that everybody else had, including myself for today when it came to the PS5? I don't know. Let's find out. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol and I feel like Godzilla. Better hit the deck like the cartilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the Ladies and gentlemen, this is 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. I'm going to cast on uh, on top of other things. I'm going to cast the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. I was talking to my dad today. In fact, I was talking to my dad like 30, 40 minutes ago. He's like, son, you watching the football game? I'm like, yes, I am. He's like, 24, what do you, what, who do you have winning this game? In fact, no, he, he didn't ask for my opinion. He told me his. He said, I think the Tennessee Titans are going to win this football game. I did not say that I thought that the Colts were going to win this football game, but agree to disagree. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, great podcast coming up for you today, ladies and gentlemen, right here on 24's podcast. I'm just a product of the cricket onyx Told him Nick the balls had him just appalled Did so many things that pissed him off It's impossible to list them off And in the midst of all this I'm in a mental hospital with a pistol So Now let's get started with the obvious, right? So <clears throat> Go on Go on Amazon See a bunch of reselling already happening 2 o'clock in the morning I go on Best Buy, right? Because Best Buy had a lot of their stock being offloaded, right? Early on in the morning at like 8 o'clock, I saw Best Buy offloading their stock. I was like, ooh, let me get in on this, right? So I, I add the PS5 to my fucking shopping cart. You're going to hear me say that a lot. By the way, spoiler to the whole ending of the story. I'm just going to end it. I didn't get the fucking console. Let me explain the pathway to where I am right now to where I was 12 hours ago, right? So I didn't get, so I'm, 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 I'm at Best, Best Buy, right? I'm at the website. I'm freaking like excited because I'm like, Ooh, I, I didn't know Best Buy was going to release their console, right? Like this early or whatever, right? They didn't tell anybody, by the way, shout out to Best Buy for having no fucking communication at all. So I'm going to Best Buy and I'm like, Oh, oh they got their, they got their stock up. I have multiple tabs up. I have Amazon, GameStop, Best Buy, you know? I was just refreshing pages and then boom, I got I got the console. It's 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 ready. It's ready to go. I was like, sweet. Let me go ahead and let me um let me freaking, you know, let me add it to my cart, buy it, check it out. Boom. We're done, right? 
Add it to my fucking shopping cart. I, I, I'm about to check out. I'd say I press the checkout button. It's still early in the morning. People haven't gotten the read that the PS5 is, is out, right? Not out, but it's being sold by Best Buy. People haven't figured it out yet, right? So I put it in my shopping cart. I'm about to enter into my credit card information. And then they're like, um, excuse me, 24. You have to have a fucking dumbass Best Buy account, which I don't have because who, who the fuck shops at Best Buy for video games? I literally gave all my video. I, I, I buy all my video games from Amazon, right? So I put it in my shopping cart. I make a dumbass new account, right? Because apparently you can't order the fucking thing if you don't have a Best Buy account, which is fucking dumb. So I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and, you know, get a new account, right? Not a new account. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get a new account, right? They they sent, they are forcing me to have an account with Best Buy to purchase their dumbass shit, the, P, the PS5. Not It's not dumb. It's just their whole system is dumb. So I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll create an account. But then they're like, we need a verification code that we just sent to you for your email, uh, to your email. Fast forward later, 10 minutes later, by the way, they still haven't sent me my fucking verification code. And I've asked them to send me a verification code three fucking times. And as you can tell, I started to get a little bit pissed off with the whole process. Because I'm like, bro, I would have had my console by now if you had given me the goddamn, you know, uh, the ver- if you if you didn't have to go through this BS where I have to have an account to purchase things, just let me enter in my shipping address, my um, like like to freaking send it to me, ship that bitch to me. Don't ship it to one of your dumbass stores. Ship that bitch to me. Put it in the USPS. Put it in UPS. They're like, no, well, you have to have an account because we're gonna have to fucking. I'd, 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 I'd have it shipped to one of our stores, which we could have just sent you the email, with, uh, an email with the receipt, but no, we want to be fucking difficult. So I'm like, fine, um, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll get a dumbass account, right? The issue was, is that by the time that I finally got my account up and running and the verification code was entered in, boom, it was sold out. And you saw like moments where, where it's like the, the site fucking glitched out where sometimes they had it, other times they didn't. Sometimes I was put into a queue, other times I wasn't. It was a dumbass system that I was forced to undergo. Right? So, inevitably, once it got to 12 p.m., I was like, I'm out on Best Buy. Right? This was like 8 or 9 in the morning where I like figured out that Best Buy, it was like, 835 where I was like, oh, they're offloading some of their, you know, some of their supply, right? So I was like, cool. I, I tried, I kid you, I kid you not. I fucking tried Best Buy for like two, three hours, almost four really. But I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm just going to go to Walmart, right? Try and figure out if Walmart has any stock, right? They did have stock. They had stock up until literally 30 minutes ago, right? They had three hour increments where they were releasing the con- console, every three-hour increment, it was literally like a repeat of Best Buy, where I couldn't put the console in my... Like, this this time at 9, it was so obnoxious, because they literally wouldn't let me put the fucking thing in my, in my cart. They wouldn't let me put it in my cart, and the issue with that is that I can't check out. I already had... I learned my lesson from Best Buy. I'm like, I'm going to have an account ready to go. And then I was like, cool, I, like, I, I'm, I'm ready, I'm, I'm Gucci, right? They're like, no, you're not Gucci, we're gonna fuck you up, we're gonna fuck this whole system up, we're going to make sure that you can't actually check out 
of our own thing, of our own store, and we're going to make it incredibly difficult. Hey, Walmart, Best Buy, Target, all of these other dumbass sites, why not have a queue for your actual video game, right? I'm going to try once again with PlayStation tomorrow because apparently PlayStation is going to have their own stock, right? But it's like, hey, can we get an actual live fucking queue? Where it's like, instead of having to deal with all this bullshit, it's like, how many consoles do you have left? 100, 200, 1,000, 2,000, however many do you have? Like, let's fucking get a little bit more organized. Than, and, it's, and I kid you not, apparently Walmart's website, every three hours, fucking crash. That's how much traffic they were getting. And it's like, hey, can we have a little bit more organization? Can we have a little bit more intelligence? You're multi-billion dollar companies. You can't get a better IT department, really, bitch? That's ridiculous. So now, I'm sitting here, probably going to have to call my local GameStop tomorrow, as well as hopefully have the have, have a chance to get the PS5 tomorrow. But oh my God, it was it was nightmare after nightmare. Literally, I got the same shit for like nine hours straight, from like twelve to nine. It was like, oh no, you can't add it to your console. You can't add the console to your cart. Or if you can, you can't check out of it. And then we're going to take forever for you to get the console. Or not for you to get the console, excuse me. We're going to take forever to like put the console in your cart. So by the time that it's finally in your cart, it's already sold out. Great job. Every retailer and, and and a lot of people are giving sony a lot of flack for that and the sony 1000 percent does but how the fuck do you let your site crash three or four times today when you know that you're going to have a lot of fucking traffic and you can't even tell me you can't even fucking tell me that you didn't expect this amount of traffic you can't even say that you can't even be like oh no we didn't expect this traffic it's like yes you did you're just lazy you expected it like two months ago when the console was was pre-ordered or was put on pre-order. Pre-orders. It's ridiculous. Spent all day trying to get that fucking thing to no avail. And then I see other people unboxing their own freaking thing. And I'm, I'm not a big content creator. I, it's not like I can just call up Sony and be like, hey, I want a PS fucking 5. It's like, no, it's not how this shit works. It's ridiculous. It's like, give me a shot, man. A fair shot. By the way, the Titans score a touchdown. They had had the opening drive. They scored, uh, they had, I think, a 20, not a 20, like a 75-yard drive. I think I predicted that, like, if you asked me before the game, before my dad told me, like, hey, son, uh, uh, I think the the Titans are going to win it. Like, when I really think about it, it's like, I'm like, yeah, like, Titans make a lot of sense. Probably should have went with the Titans, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say the uh, the Colts are going to win it. I think they can go hot and cold offensively with Phillip Rivers. Let's see if he can. I'm not sure. Hopefully the Colts defense, by the way, plays a lot better than, uh, than how they just played because they got smoked. But yeah, uh, th- today was obnoxious to say the least when it came to you know, the inability of yours truly to get a chance to purchase the console, which I'm definitely 
not alone in that facet. So if you got a console, congratulations. Hopefully you're playing or you will be playing the PS5 very, very soon. Um, if you did not get a PS5 like myself, um, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to call my GameStop and hopefully um, I'm going to ask them how much stock are you going to have on Black Friday? Um, apparently every GameStop is going to be opening up at seven o'clock. I'm going to get up at three. I want to play PS5 games really, really badly. I'm going to get up at like three o'clock in the morning. Nobody's going to fucking be there. I'm not. And I'm going to literally take a chair, read a book, fall asleep. going to pretty much be like a homeless person. Hopefully it's not that cold outside, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to like sit down on the ground like I'm homeless for four hours because I live in a small town and there's no fucking way nobody else is going to be there at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm just going to go there and I'm just going to sit my butt down. And uh, when I leave on Black Friday, I'm going to fucking get some brekkie and probably get Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's the best shot that I have. And I'm going to call them tomorrow and I'm going to be like, you guys got the PS5 on Black Friday, right? And I'm going to ask them, do you think people are going to line up early? Like, how long do you think, like, and I'm going to ask them specific questions. I'm going to be like, hey, bro, uh, how long do people, how early do people line up? An hour, two hours, three hours? I'm going to fucking go there four hours early because I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm like, I should have gotten mine pre-ordered, but I fucked up. I'm not fucking up. I'm, I'm not here to play. I am here to fucking kill. Sick and tired of this BS. That was my PS5 experience. By the by, you've probably noticed that my microphone is, um, that it's, you know, it's turned down. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. That is because uh, the audio for the last couple of podcasts has been absolutely dreadful. I apologize for it. Let me take a swig of my lemonade. Mmm. 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 Delicious. I apologize for how dreadful my audio is. Hopefully it's way better. It definitely should be better. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna, <clears throat> yeah, um, I apologize for it. But yeah, it, it, like that's the reason why, for example, my audio is kind of low. Cause I turned it, I turned the, uh, the gain down on my microphone way down. So that way, um, you know, it'll sound better. And the Colts, it looks like they go three and out. Fantastic. Let me light my candle here. Let me light my candle. I did not, by the way, predict. Oh, no, they're going for it on fourth down. It makes a lot of sense. I did not predict, by the way, um, this game on Tuesday because I kind of just, like, left the podcast super early and I completely forgot about game day picks. By the by, I should have also told you this. I mean, okay, good. Everything is blazing right now. It has, like, the, those little popcorn balls. I'm lighting my three-wick candle. That's my phone. Let me go check it after uh, after I talk about this. There's these like little popcorn balls, and uh, on my on the end of my candle wick wicks. Excuse me, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And um, right now they're fucking popping. They're, they're popping right now, but they have these like gigantic flames. Like usually, usually I would have burned off the popcorn balls by now, but you know, you know, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Anyways, let me go ahead and stand up right now. They they go for it on fourth down. The Colts do. They do get it. Let me stand up. Ugh. Let me go ahead and stand up. 
blowing up my phone here. family member asking me about the ps5 they're, they're probably gonna tell me something that i can already like something that i already like know like where it's like you know like they're probably gonna ask me like do you want to put it do you want to get like a stock alert on it or whatever and it's like dude like it's done like i can't like it like there's no way that i can get it and it's like i'll just wait at freaking what's it called at um at freaking GameStop on Black Friday for like four hours. I'm like, I'm, I'm done playing games. It's going to be like two weeks before um, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. It's like, I'm not playing games. I'm just going to get it. Technically speaking, it's going to be Black Friday is in like two weeks. Let me get back. Black Friday is in like two weeks. So I should have it by then. Um, if I don't have it, then I'm, I'm fucked. So... <laughs> But uh, that's that's pretty much everybody. It's like, you know, how awesome of a console generation, how awesome to a start of a console generation do we have where it's like they just don't have any stock. And because um, one of the like one of the manufacturers for the chip that Sony uses in the PlayStation 5, they undershipped the chip. So now Sony probably won't have any consoles until like February or January, by the way. Just what I heard from uh, from somebody either at GameStop yeah, it was a GameStop. So, yeah, there you go. Not going to happen until, like, more stock until January. Great job. Great job, everybody. What an absolute shit show this has been. Mm. Let me unplug my computer. Anyways, as I stand up and see Philip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts go down the field once again, they aren't going to get a touchdown here. It's fourth and one. Are they are they going forward again? Yes, they are. By the way, shout out to everybody who is like, you know what? Going for it on Mike, oh, not Mike McCarthy, excuse me. Going for it on fourth down via analytics. That's a stupid decision, right? Like just going forward on fourth and one. That's dumb right? Analytics, stop doing it. And it's like, like, like analytics and, and statistics, they're true for a reason. It's not like, like if you have a high percentage chance of getting the fourth down play, wait, they don't get it here. They don't, I'm like, wait, they don't get it here. I was about to start saying like, like, um, like freak, uh, like freaking, like just because analytics or not analytics, but I was, I was about to say, hold on. He got like he ran into one of his offensive linemen at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that sucks. Literally, as I was about to say, um, maybe don't say that analytics are stupid and don't follow them and things of that nature. I would have gone for a field goal there. I would have settled for a field goal. But um, I was about to start saying like maybe uh, maybe listen to analytics and statistics because they uh, they don't necessarily lie. They give you actually a pretty good uh, vision of what's going on with the football game. But you know, not vision. But what's it called? Perspective. I, 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 I don't know. 
But yeah, it's like it's they they went forward on fourth down and they didn't get it. It fucking sucks that they did the exact same thing and not with Jonathan Taylor, but you know. It is what it is. By the way, right? So, you know, by the by, on, on my dad, super, super, super old school guy, right? He's like, I'm not going to say how old he is, but, you know, he's he's old. He's legitimately old. Why would you run it with Wilkins, number 20? And why wouldn't you run it with, not uh, not Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney, by, uh, by the way, it looks like he, yep, he got the initial pressure and then, Malcolm Butler, former Patriot, came in and finished off that play. But it's like, why wouldn't you just, you know, say, hey, Jonathan. Because they did they take a timeout? They took a timeout on the first fourth down play. And it's like, hey, Jonathan Taylor, get some oxygen. Bro, get in the game. Like, you're our best back. Act like it. Get in the game. Like, like I don't know why they didn't have Jonathan Taylor in on the fourth down play over, like, Wilkins, number 20, who I don't even know who that is. It's like, bro, like. Jonathan Taylor is your best running back. Why are you not running it with him? I don't know. Ask them. Phillip Rivers, though, he's one. The the main reason why I picked this game is um, the Titans, they're not my guys. Those aren't my guys. Phillip Rivers, as much as I've criticized him, as much as I've been like, you know what, he's he's an old-ass quarterback. He's not playing very well. As much as I talk about him in that facet, in in that way, that's one of my guys. I like Philip Rivers a lot. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think he gets the credit for carrying the despicable Chargers for almost 20 fucking years. A.J. Brown just dropped probably like a 50-yard bomb. But I mean, like, I, I just, I completely disagree with um with the notion that he's not a Hall of Famer, and that's Philip Rivers, and I also... Think that he has he has a little bit of football left him in left in him, excuse me. I do think the Titans they're kind of a formality. I think they're done as a team. Like they're six and two for example, and the Colts are five and three. Like there's there's a lot of parity right now in the NFL, but I don't think the majority of it matters. Like if you're paying attention to what's going on in the NFL, I feel like it's going to be really really hard for you to miss certain stuff going on right now within. The sport. Yeah, that's a touchdown pass, and he just drops it. A.J. Brown, lucky break for the Colts, especially after that fourth down play. Just drops a wide-open touchdown pass. He just goes up the field. Easy money. It's incomplete. It literally is off of his hands. It's like, dude, how does that happen? Anyways. um, Phillip Rivers on first and ten. At his own 25-yard line. Let's see what he does. Philly Riv. Bang, they snap it to him. Handoff to Jonathan Taylor. Or 21. Is that Jonathan Taylor? He gained like eight yards off of like some really, really awesome cutback. No, that's Jones. Okay, don't run Wilkins ever again. Frank, don't do it. Just, it's not worth it. He's not very good. Or as good as you think he is. He doesn't have... That guy that just ran for a first down, or not for a first down, but for nine yards, would have gotten you the first down. And he's, all, and he's again, he's again, and he's again, and he gains like 10 yards, 10, 15 yards. Hines, not Wilkins. Don't run Wilkins, runs Hines. Hines is in Hines Ward Field. Hines is in Hines, the ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise company. Run it again. 
Anyways. Philly Riv. I'm going to call him that from now on. Let's see if he can throw a bomb here. And the shotgun. He's got them all out wide. Five wide. And the pattern. Bang, they snap it to him. Philly Riv. Quick pass. T.Y. Hilton. Eight or nine yards. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen. Those Indianapolis Colts are starting to cook just a little bit. Starting to cook just a little bit. T.Y. Hilton. By the way, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. He is so quiet, you constantly forget, like, that he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL and has been for, like, the last 10 years because of just, like, how less of a diva he is, right? Just forget that. Just forget, like, how awesome he is as a player. And then it's like, you see him play. You see, I think he's 12 or 13. He's 13, I think, for the Colts. Watch 13. Watch him a couple of plays in a game, right? Watch 13 play, right? See 13 play out there. You're like, dang, like, that guy's awesome. It's first and 10 at the 42-yard line of the Tennessee Titans. Yes, sir, it is. Philly Riv. Over the middle, it's caught for the tight end, number 80. Is that Doyle or Boyle or somebody? I don't know. There's a lot of Doyles. I think one of them is in concussion protocol. One of the tight ends, it may be this guy or maybe another guy. Who is it? Burton? Yeah, the other, the starting tight end, I think, is in the concussion protocol because of a, of a hit, I think, that somebody had hit on him or laid on him. I, I, I don't know what his name is, but, like, that's what happened. Excuse me. Second and one, Philly Riv, handoff. Hines, what a surprise, first down. Let me tell you something. I went to this um, fried food place. I'm not going to say what it is. It's a local joint that is very, very popular in the community that I live in. Among the blacks. Okay. Go in there. Every, like, every, every brother, every brother, every sister knows about it. Some uh, some whites know about it as well. Cause I, and let me tell you something. I've seen a very diverse group of cars go there. And I mean, it's it's in the hood. I would say it's in the good hood, I would say. You know, it's like it's deep in the forest. So <laughs> it's deep in the forest. Like it's not necessarily like on the side of the road. It's, it's kind of hard to find. It's out of the way. You have to know where it is to know where it is. You know what I'm saying? And you have to know what it is. Like you just can't be like, what's the nearest food near me? It's like, no, you're not going to get it. But I went to that place, I went to that fish store, not fish store, but that, you know, fried food place. They deep fry the fuck out of everything, and they give you these gigantic proportions of food. Like, I had a catfish plate, they gave me three large, like, catfish fillets. And I could literally hear my heart palpitate as I ate their food. I'm like, that's how fried it was, that's how, like, heavy it was. I was like, goodness gracious, this is not good at all. And I enjoyed it so much less every every time I ate more of it. And it's like, I'm never eating here ever again. I just can't stand fried food. Like, fried food, like, I've eaten, not like, I, I mean, I've eaten, like, top, top dollar steaks. Maybe not top dollar, but, it's, you know, like, some expensive steaks, like a $50 steak. I've also, like, made my own steaks. You know, made as in like cooked, not like butchered, you know. But I like, like I would rather eat, and I've also like grilled my own chicken and like I've cooked my own food 
and it, it always like I don't want to be that guy, but it, it it like tastes better than the fried food. It tastes healthier. It's way more like nutritious. I feel better after I eat it. It's like when I ate that fried food during eating it, I was like, this is disgusting. Not when it comes to the taste, because it's like you fucking deep fry anything, and it's like, wow, this tastes delicious, you know? It's like, yeah, you put salt on everything. It's like a lot of salt and a lot of, like, cornmeal and batter and all that stuff that goes on fried food. It's like, I, ugh, oh, man, it was way too, it, it was way too much, man, way too much food. On third and three inside the, um, inside, like, the 10-yard line of the Titans, it's like an in-breaking route to Wilkins who just, I mean, stops on his route for one, reaches out with his hands. Like, he should have just ran into the ball, but he just stops. That's so, that is 1,000% on Wilkins. And you want to know what? Oh, my God. And do you want to know what? The, um, like, why, Frank? Why him? Why not Jonathan Taylor or Hines? And do you want to know what happens after the uh, after the end of the play? Because Wilkins just stops on the route instead of running into the ball. He probably could have had a touchdown on top of having the first down. Do you want to know what happened? Do you want to know what, what happens, ladies and gentlemen? Do you want to know what happens? Try and take a guess. What do you think happens? They didn't get a first down, and the um in the in the in the Titans players they go up and they pat him on the helmet because they're like, "Great job, Wilkins! Thanks for not scoring a touchdown on us when you just stopped on the route instead of running into the ball." It's like, Wilkins, what are you doing? You're supposed to run the slant. Or technically, it's kind of like a post route. It's like, dude, just like keep running your route. He just stops. It's like, that's not a route that you run, bro. You've gotten the DB beaten. Just run. If you ran, you would have caught it, and it would have been a first down. But because you, you didn't catch it, guess what? Your team now has to go for three. It's three to seven right now. Ryan Tannehill under center, killing the play at the line of scrimmage. Big boy formation, by the way. A lot of tight ends, a lot of big boy. They want to set up the run. They want to establish the run with Derrick Henry. They do. They get eight yards on the play. Let me take a swig of my water, or technically my iced tea. It's not even iced tea. It's light strawberry lemonade. Let me tell you something about Derrick Henry and the uh, the Titans. This won't last long. Um, Everybody who's like... Like, the thing is, right, and even 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 really now, <clears throat> it's not lasting long. Like, the Titans have been stopped a lot, by the way. Like, they haven't run their offense as smoothly as they've wanted. And really, that's another really, really awesome stop on second and two. I mean, it's going to be like third and one. They're probably going to go for it on first down. But, I mean, it's still like a really, what's Phillip Rivers doing? Philip Rivers is yelling on the sideline. I mean, that's so Philip Rivers. I love Philip Rivers. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going on? Oh, okay. The um the I, I was like, "Wait, why are the Colts players so upset?" And it's because the officials, they they should have stopped the game because it was the end of the first quarter and they just let the fucking Tennessee Titans run a play. And, um, you know, a lot of people, they come at me and they tell me, 24, you're kind of obsessing a little bit way too much over the officials. The officials can't even tell what fucking quarter it is. So um, who's really, who's really, you know, 
bad at their job? Is it me pointing out how terrible the officials are? Or is it the officials that don't even know what quarter they're in? And I don't obsess about the officials. That was the wrong choice of words. I criticize the officials a lot. I misspeak all the time, by the way. Four, three, two, one, zero. First quarter's over with. And they let them run a play, and they just don't stop the game. And it's like, hey, refs, um, what are you, like, like, I just, I don't get it. And and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are like, that's unbelievable that, that they don't even understand what quarter they're in, you know? Great job, referees. Really showing your stuff, really showing why you guys deserve to be um, sanctioned, not sanctioned, but why you guys deserve to be, like, uh, fully ingratiated in the NFL, right? Really showing off your stuff. Great stuff. You know, I don't get why why we can just pass off, like, saying, you know what, you know, uh, they made a mistake, everybody makes mistakes, and it's like, dude, players make hundreds of, mistake, hundreds of mistakes during the game, but... They don't cost, but, you know, like, like let's say who's a, like Kansas City. They make mistakes all the time, man. They don't cost them the game, right? The refs, they make mistakes all the time that cost teams the game. That cost teams, excuse me, games. That's another one right there. They're showing the play clock, the game clock. They're showing it. He I, And he audibles, Tannehill audibles at the line of scrimmage. It's like, dude, open up your fucking eyes. I don't, I don't get it. And luckily, they finally, like, were like, oh, that's really, really bad if our referees don't know the quarters. So they're like, yeah, we're going to replay second down, essentially. It's like, all right. All right. These guys, this officiating staff probably deserves to be repri- uh, reprimanded for not knowing what the fuck the quarter is. Like, imagine, for example, if a player was just like, hey, I'm just going to Oh, and by the way, the Colts, they even get a better stop on Derrick Henry, by the way. They actually lose yards on that play the um, the Titans then gained. It's like, imagine if a player just consistently gave up, you know, or not gave up, but just had co- a constant blown coverage, just constantly gave up big yardage, touchdowns, things of that nature, without getting any interceptions, any turnovers whatsoever. Can you imagine how long the NF- that NFL player would still be in the league. They wouldn't have a job by the end of the season if they weren't a first-round draft pick. And most of these refs, they're not first-round draft picks. Or I don't even know where they came from. And it's just like like we pass off officiating like it can't get better. And it's like, dude, I watch eSports. I've seen League of Legends. I've seen, I've seen like eSports completely eliminate the position, right, of refereeing, right, because the game is obviously a video game. So it's like unless players mess with the code – you really, the, the game officiates itself, essentially, right? Like, the officials just make sure that the players don't introduce things into the game that changes the parameters of the game, right? And the UFC essentially has some of the best referees in the um, in the entire league. The NBA has replay at such an extent where they can actually be like, or, where they can get a booth review and they can be like, yeah, we're going to replay that, that call because that call is just really, really bad. Or it's close. Or... More importantly, we recognize that it defines the game. There's sometimes where the officiating is just god awful, but still, it's like they have chances. 
And they get a holding on the uh, on the Colts after a really, really awesome sack on TJ Carey. Let me see it. I think it's 38 against the tight, tight end, Smith. I didn't see anything. Maybe Fox has a better camera angle. I didn't see anything. It looks like it's hand fighting at the top of the route, which is 1,000% okay. Hey, um, I, I don't know who this refereeing staff is. I have a feeling that, that that it may be the same officiating staff. By the way, like three blocks in the back on this Derrick Henry play. I think this may be the officiating. No, Tony Corrini was Dallas's officiating staff. But, you know, they're like, you know, we're going to get them on a BS holding call. And then like this shit matters. It compounds, right? Like if you were like. If you went to a bunch of esports players, right, and you were like, hey, guys, um, the referee, they're just going to give a bunch of plays to the opposition and you can't, like, chastise the refs or else we're going to fine you. Like, like I can only imagine the expletive-ridden rants that players would go on in order to be like, get these fucking idiots out of the goddamn league. They're making the sport terrible with their god-awful officiating. They're devaluing the product. We won't stand for this. I can only imagine the backlash that fans would give out to the referees um, if they if they ever did this in esports. It's like it's literally night and day um, when it comes to the NFL versus uh, the, like esports, whether it's Call of Duty, League of Legends, StarCraft Two, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. During a pandemic, by the way, where there's where some games are played like online. Check this out. They have referees actually in the houses because there's gaming houses where players will actually play the games in their houses. The referees will just stand behind the players and make sure that there's no like third-party programming um, that can change the game and stuff like that on the computers. And they'll do that. And they also have studios and stages and arenas that they're in, and it's the exact same deal. But here in the fucking NFL, they're just like, eh, we don't give a fuck. Yep. I don't see a hold on the um on the on the play that would have that did erase the Ryan Tannehill sack and then I see like two block in the backs. There's one by AJ Brown. There's another by another player and it's like hey um again it's like just because you made one call and by the way terrible call it doesn't make it like okay for you to take a fucking piss break and fucking have have your hands in your jock strap while you watch Derrick Henry just, I mean, just Derrick Henry's teammates literally shove the shit out of, out of the Colts players and just be like, and we're just not going to care. It's like, honestly, wake up, wake up. I was saying this all last week too. I was like, wake up like two block in the backs. It's like, which one do you want it? Do you want it on AJ Brown or do you want it on 15? Regardless Two back in the, like, you guys should have fucking thrown. Where are your goddamn, like, I feel like I'm repeating myself when it comes to this, to this, um, to this game, right? Because there's a, there's one and, and it's in full view. And I just saw the dumbass ref, right? One of the refs was looking to the left when the play was happening on the right. Let me see it. It's two block in the backs that they miss. Let me see his eyes. Cause he missed two. Where are your fucking eyes? Where are your eyes? Where are your eyes? Are you looking at the play? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. There's like two really, really bad penalties. Or not even penalties, but two no calls by the officials. Great job, officials. Great job. 
really getting your money's worth when it comes to this uh, to this officiating cra- uh, crew. Excuse me. Terrible holding penalty. Two no-call penalties. Block in the back. Ryan Tannehill has to get rid of the football. By the way, I probably should have mentioned this. I'm not going to have any um, podcasts during the weekend. Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, I'm going to be watching football by myself. Should have probably mentioned that at the top of the podcast. How, how long have I been podcasting? 40 minutes. Hopefully you got here. Hopefully you got the message. I'm going to say it at the top of tomorrow's podcast. But I also understand that not everybody watches every podcast, which is why I'm just blasting it out over every single podcast because not everyone listens to every single podcast. So that's okay. It's like I get it. These are like two-hour-long podcasts. I don't expect everybody you know, to listen to the podcast, which is why I'm like, I try, you know, I try and make them a little bit more enjoyable. Just saying, you know, a lot of podcasts going on here. Let me fast forward. How's it already 40 minutes and we're, where are we in the second quarter? 12 minutes left in the second. Oy vey. This is going to be a long night. Third and eight now at the 35-yard line of the Colts. Colts have been playing some pretty fantastic defense where they aren't really letting, uh, and by the way, that was an awesome read on a screenplay by the Colts as well. Uh, Willis, 37, great tackle. The Colts really aren't letting a whole bunch of uh, stuff go with the Tennessee Titans, and this is kind of what I'm talking about with the Tennessee Titans where it's like I talk about it all the time with the NFL where it's like, listen, bro, you know, first half of the season doesn't matter as much as, as the second half. You know, and the reason why I say that is is that the second half of the season is where you really, really understand how good a team is and whether or not they can make it to the playoffs because there's a lot less room for error. And this is when certain teams pick up steam, and this is when other teams, they kind of, you know, fall off a gigantic cliff. So um, I'm not saying that the Titans are going to miss the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I have them winning their division. But as far as it goes when it comes to making that, you know, deep playoff run that they had last year. Uh-uh. I don't know if they're going to win a game, by the way, depending on the matchup. The issue is, right, with the Titans is that they just play kind of a same boring offense that they've been playing for like the last year or so where they're just like, we have a six-foot-five running back and we're just going to run with him, right? It's like, cool. Um, They're going to freaking find a way to stop him. It's super easy to stop the run game. And I feel like Dallas, right, with Ezekiel Elliott, they made it look like just literally impossible. Hold on. Mike Pereira is going to just chastise. Hopefully he obliterates this officiating staff. Obliterate them, Mike Pereira. Hold on. Hold on. Let me try and listen to what Mike Pereira is going to say about these dumbass officials. I reround. So here we go. Hold on. So he's talking about the trend with the uh, officials and penalties. Literally makes no sense. It's like, dude, how like they were they were shitty last year. They were shitty this year. They were shitty the year before. They were shitty the year before that. They were shitty the year before that. They were shitty the year before that. They've been shitty for six, seven years. How does how does that explain how shitty they are? Do you want to know why they're shitty? The refs, they're shitty? Do you want to know why? They're not being held accountable. 
okay? They should be fined for game-losing penalties. Like if, like the Michael Gallup penalty at the uh, during the Rams game, he should have been fined a lot of money. Like, can you imagine if a player, or not even a player, but you should you should have your record as an official. Like, you shouldn't be able to officiate primetime games. Shouldn't be able to officiate freaking playoff games. I'm serious about this. Like, this is ridiculous that you guys are fucking it up this badly and were in some of these officials are like 10, 20, 30 years in the game. And it's like, bro, go back to where, like, go back to whatever league you were in or or learn more about this league, learn more about this sport, learn more about the rules, have better application of the rules because you guys fucking suck and it's embarrassing to have to see this shit on a primetime game. I'm pausing. <clears throat> I love how he's like talking about offensive pass interference and then it's like the first play that I remember of offensive pass interference was the Michael Gallup play and then there's other plays as well and it's like listen like I don't really care about the trends of the officiating all I care about is has the officiating gotten better with the um with the new non-rule of of um, whether or not the, uh, the the NFL was going to uh, was going to have coaches challenged where they get to replay reviews and it's like uh, like no it hasn't they haven't gotten better they've gotten fucking worse or or better yet they've stayed the exact same I think that's a better um, description of what's been going on they've stayed the exact fucking same they haven't gotten better they haven't gotten worse maybe slightly better maybe no I lost my fucking mind with the Green Bay game last year holy shit I lost my mind. God, that game was so annoying. But yeah, like, they suck balls. The refs do. Stop sucking balls and maybe I won't jump down your ass and make a home. Another bad ball. Maybe not another bad ball. It was a bad ball by Phillip Rivers on first down. Is a little bit behind the running back. Really, this, nope, it gets, yep, tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yep, never mind. I was like, why did that ball come out so wobbly? He sometimes throws the ball out wobbly, but like other times it comes out clean. I was like, why did he throw the ball out wobbly? You know, it's like because it came out kind of wobbly. It did come out a little bit wobbly, but the the tip at the line of scrimmage is what really just like made it be really, really obnoxious. Yep. Another like eight or nine yards on first down. By the way, so kind of talking about what I was trying to get into before Mike Pereira came in and talked about the officiating. I was talking about the Dallas Cowboys and Zeke, right? So a lot of people have this perspective where it's like, if I have a big back and if I have a good offensive line, then I'll be able to just run the football all over the place, right? Phillip Rivers wants to go deep and he's got Michael Pittman Jr. Shout out to him for like a 30-yard completion. Do you want to know why? Because they were on play action. The run game was awesome. And they get like 30 yards. Bang, play action, Michael Pittman Jr., T.Y. Hilton, go up the field. Michael Pittman Jr. running an under route. T.Y. Hilton going over. The underman is wide open, and he catches it for like 30 yards. Anyways, it's going to be first and 10 at the 31-yard line of the Titans. So a lot of people have this perspective of, well, if I run the football behind a good offensive line, and um, if I have a good running back, then I can just have the success of the Dallas Cowboys and consistently like run the ball and not be stopped, right? Right? A lot of people are like, bell cow backs, they're back. No, they're not. They've never been back. 
look at how much the Dallas Cowboys suck with Ezekiel Elliott. But the reason why it's kind of a false equivalency, right? Whenever we're talking about Zeke and and the offensive line for the Cowboys, and even Derrick Henry, right? Who a lot of people I like like I think in Zeke's heyday, Zeke was better than Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry is obviously better than Zeke because Zeke sucks right now. But in Zeke's heyday, what would happen is he's probably a Hall of Fame back with like three Hall of Famers at the offensive line, right? Still in their prime, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, and um, and Tyron Smith, right? So you had a lot of dudes in their fucking prime. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor just lays the boom on 37, kind of like Derrick Henry. But Zeke, for example, Hall of Fame back with three Hall of Fame offensive linemen. Doesn't matter if Ronald Leary is in on the offensive line. Doesn't matter if Doug Free is there as well at right tackle. Doesn't fucking matter. What matters is, is that you have essentially four Hall of Famers, right? The three offensive linemen and the running back there running the football. And Dak probably is a Hall of Famer based upon his statistics. Look it up. Look it up. Extrapolate his statistics for like the next 11 years. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to have more passing yards than Drew Brees. Look it up. Okay? Not saying that he is right now. He's got a long way to go, but he's on pace, okay? To, to essentially shatter all of the franchise records when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, when it comes to passing. And um, also, he's going to have more passing yards than Dan Marino. Look it up. If he has 4,000 yards every single season for the next 11 years, he's going to have over 44,000 yards, which equates to, um, uh, if you add on, by the way, his 16,000 yards that he has um, already, he's going to have over 60,000 yards by the time his career ends. That's Hall of Fame status, by the way. Speaking of Hall of Fame status, uh, what's his name? Philip Rivers throws a Philly Riv, throws a touchdown pass to Hines. I cannot say his first name. They just showed it. I don't know his first name. It ha- it's spelled N-Y-H-E-I-M. No idea what his first name is. Guess it. I can't. But the point that I'm trying to make here with Zeke and the running game of the Dallas Cowboys of old is that their offensive line plus Zeke was awesome, right? It was like once in a lifetime. It was essentially like Emmitt Smith, right, back in the day. It's actually a pretty fair comparison when you think about it, right? Emmitt Smith back in the day with um, with those guys in the 90s, right? Great, great running back, great offensive line, great, you know, tenure with the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Same thing with Zeke. But now people are like, and by the way, Tyron Smith has been like, like, like if you if you were to put up some of the best offensive linemen in the Dallas Cowboys, in, in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, that like Zach Martin would probably be one, uh, Travis Frederick would probably be on that offensive line of just five guys, maybe Tyron Smith, and maybe instead of him being the left tackle, you would kick him out to right and he would just play right tackle because I think he's just awesome. But you would, like, like Dallas has some of their best players of all time on the team right now, right? And that's saying something because there's a lot of great offensive linemen for the Dallas Cowboys. Point is, people, they have this ability to have false equivalency when it comes to the league. The Tennessee Titans think that they're the Dallas Cowboys, and everybody thinks that they're the Dallas Cowboys in the sense of, well, we can run the football. And even I kind of made that mistake with the Baltimore Ravens where I was like, I think they can just run the football all the time, all day long. And it's like, nope, can't do that. NFL will catch on. NFL will break that shit up. And look at what happens with Lamar. It's like he can't fucking do what he did last year, this year. Look at Derrick Henry, right? Like nothing has changed. And he he even has some big plays as well where he shoves dudes, excuse me, to the sideline. 
But look at what happens with um, with Derrick Henry in this game, right? They're shutting his ass down, right? By the way, shout out to everybody who's like, Ryan Tannehill is like a top five, top ten quarterback when he literally has had one good year and he's been in the league for like six or seven. Great job, everybody who's like, eh, going to buy his stock way too quickly. Great reaction, or more specifically, overreaction to the current situation. But yeah, like I'm, I'm very, very speculative on teams being like, well, we can just run the football 24-7. And it's like, give it a year. Give it two years. See how easy it is then. Notice how easy it is. Notice how hard it's become for Baltimore two years into the Lamar Jet, three years technically in, two and a half technically, um, for Lamar to fucking run the football. Notice how hard it is for Tennessee, right, like uh, to, to run the football now. And even who's, a, who's another great running team? The Vikings, they've had an up-and-down season. Give that shit another year. Let's see how great they are in another year, right? Same thing goes with the Packers, just a little bit, right? Dominant run game with Aaron Jones. Give that shit a year or two. Let's see what happens, right? On top of the off, uh, on top of teams figuring out what you're doing, they also like your backs are just going to get beat up, you know. Give it a year, give it two years. This shouldn't be an encroachment penalty. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We'll see. I think they got the Colts off sides here. By the way, uh, did I mention that the Colts scored a touchdown? I feel like I did. No, I definitely did, but it it just happened so fast, and this looks exactly like the drive that the uh, that the Titans had. Oh, no, it's not a false start. They got to force Buckner. Never mind. Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me again. Sorry. But this game looks very, very one-sided to me to the Colts. Like, in the second half, if flag slide on the field again, is it holding? It's got to be holding on the offense. This is another run play, by the way. It's offsides on the defense number 96. Really? How? He got off the line of scrimmage. He didn't get off early. He was there. He was there right on time. That doesn't make any sense. Like... As soon as the ball was snapped, he was there. He didn't try and jump the count or anything like that. He just like, he just got off the line of scrimmage as soon as it was snapped. It was, it was a good play. Like again, shitty officiating. Where has it gotten better? It's gotten worse. Like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Somebody needs to explain this shit to me. Anyways, what was I talking about? talking about the running game and how like it's not it's not gonna like happen forever or not happen forever but how it's always gonna like die out which is why by the way you always have like a three down back yeah I don't I don't get the um the encroachment penalty on number 96 because that's not what like he didn't have an encroachment penalty at all like at all I don't get it at all but anyways as I watch on second and 10, Ryan Tannehill throws a, um, a slant to the running back. That's a beautiful run by Derrick Henry for like 11, 12 yards. That's one of his better runs all day. Like he's had like maybe two or three runs like that where he gains like 
10, 12 yards. That may have been his best run of the game, by the way. Yep. Bang. Oh, no, that's a hold. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why that was such a great run. Because one of the uh, the tight end had, like, literally, like, hooked and then turned. It looks like Darius Leonard. I was like, man, why didn't Darius Leonard make that play? And it's because 87 right there holds him. There he is. And they're showing Derrick Henry. They're like, man, look at how big he is. He's stiff-arming 37 Willis. And it's like, hold on the guy that freaking hooked and then pulled Darius Leonard. I can do this all night, ladies and gentlemen, and I will. Not because it's fun, but because I'm watching football. And it's kind of, unfortunately, ingrained in the NFL that they're like, well, we're not going to criticize our officials. We're going we're gonna to not criticize our officials so much that players and coaches can't criticize our officials to the point where they will actually get fined if they do. And it's like, why? Why, NFL? Is it because you know how shitty your officials are and you know how shitty of a job it is at enforcing? Like, listen, man, I always, like, go back to Dana White, right, who would literally, like, get so angry with the officials, with the referees in, um, in, in MMA, right? And in the UFC, that he would literally like have high blood pressure to the point where he would like have a heart attack and his face would get so fucking red. And like, it would get just so red because of just how angry he would get because of like, because of how bad the officiating would be, you know? Like, that's how pissed off he would get. And it's like, bro, like, nobody's getting pissed off here for the for the fucking NFL. Why the fuck not? You guys are bigger. You guys are lazy. You guys are bigger than the UFC. You guys aren't getting fucking pissed off? That is incorrect. Figure this shit out. Why Why are you guys not getting pissed off? Dana White is. Dana White doesn't have to get pissed off. He can be like, eh, why would I care about a fighter's legacy? It's not my legacy. You know? Why would I care? P.I. really on the DB? Really? That was clean coverage, bro. Really? Let me see this. Maybe it is. Yeah, there it is. But, like, like, do you want to know the frustrating thing? And this is why I, like, this is why this is so frustrating to watch. Because of how, this is like the Cowboys game all over again, right? Because of how many times that I've seen this officiating staff miss blatant calls on the Colts' defense and on the, uh, not on the Colts defense, but on the Titans offense and on the Titans defense. And it's like, guys, call the game straight up. If you can't see every, you guys have do, you guys have two guys on the sideline, a guy in the backfield and a guy up the field. And you probably have a, a guy like, um, behind the defense. And you probably have another guy, um, with the white hat in the background. Like you guys have a fuck ton of officials. Wake the fuck up. Wake up. This is embarrassing that you guys don't have fucking eyes and can't see P.I. against the offense, holding against the offense, and also like a bevy of other calls against the Titans' offense. It's like you can only see the penalties in the whites and not the blues. Wake the fuck up. This is embarrassing. Holy shit. Two weeks in a row on Thursday Night Football. Don't even get me started on the officials because of how bad they are at doing their fucking job. You like, like Jesus Christ. If you want an official, like, 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 you could pay me three grand a game, 
three grand a, ga- three grand a game to freaking have my fucking hands in my pockets and watch the fucking officials watch the game and randomly and sporadically call calls. And they called, by the way, a personal foul roughing the passer on the, on the defense. Of course they did. Let me see it again. If you need me to freaking have my hands in my pocket and just stand up. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. I'll give it. <laughs> I'll, yeah, that is. That is. They hit him high. They hit him low. Even though it was an accident, it's you know like like I'm I'm fair. I'm like yeah, that was that was uh, that was the correct call. I'm fair. <laughs> Am I gonna do not not freaking call a correct call? Like yeah, I'm fair. I want the game to be officiated properly. I don't want exceptions, even if it's against the team that's getting the upset the exceptions. But yeah, fuck the uh, fuck the officials, regardless of of them calling one right call on a drive that was filled with a bevy of incorrect calls. Do a better job of officiating, and it looks like don't tell me that the Colts lost the ball, literally on the return. Whoever, okay, he had to return it. 34, cover it up, cover the ball up, he's down, I think he may, uh, I don't know, let me see it, oh no, okay, good, okay, whew, I was like, all right, he got the ball, had a 24-yard return, T.Y. goes up the field, by the way, Colts have two minutes to operate here, two minutes, 40 seconds left in the second quarter. The score right now is 17 to 10 as the Tennessee Titans scored a uh, a touchdown official not officiated excuse me not officiated excuse me helped by the officials. Sorry about that. First and 10 handoff to Hines. You know what I like about Frank Wright the uh the head coach for the Colts let me snuff out my candle flame here very very quickly. Hold on. God, that candle is smoking hot. As I, dang, dang, there we go. Um, as I like sit here, what was I talking about? Not sit here, I'm standing technically. What was I talking about before? Ooh, screwed that up. Just dropped my microphone. I don't know what I was talking about. I have the mind of a gerbil. Or it's just, I get distracted very easily. I might add. They're showing people at Burger King winning a PS5 just to, Add insult to injury. <clears throat> Anyways. Super annoying day for me. Okay, cool. Did the Colts just turn it over? No, they didn't. Second and seven. Bang. Phil Rivers. Quick pass. To number 14 for like three yards. They got... Literally two minutes left. They got two timeouts. Really, I, like, I don't know why the Colts... Oh, yeah, I was talking about the genius of Frank Wright. I was like, what was I talking about? I was ta- Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Frank Wright. Let me let me talk about him. So the cool thing about Frank Wright that I really, really likes is that... Likes? Like, excuse me? Is that during this game, where it's obvious that Wilkins, number 20, is just not very good. Like, he just... Like, he's just not very good. And um, Hines and Jonathan Taylor have the hot hand. I like how he just, like, says, no, Wilkins, we're done using you. Oof. Beautiful ball by Phillip Rivers to number 12, Harris. But I like how he's just like, no, we're done using we're done using Wilkins. We actually want to fucking win. Um, we're going to use 
Hines, and we're going to use Jonathan Taylor. These are running backs, not wide receivers, by the way, if you don't know who they are. These are running backs. They're like, yep, we're just going to use those guys, and then we're just going to play ball. 55 seconds left in the second quarter. Step up, throw, bang, it's caught. Guess who? Hines, the underneath man. It's caught for like eight yards, 40. They, they, they kill it here. Yep. They call a timeout here. A lot of time for the Colts to operate. Let me tell you something. If the Colts, they just make one really, really awesome stop here, I feel like they can win this. Fuck. Fuck, I detached my cable. That should have been a personal foul. Okay? And that's, see, that's what I hate about the officiating. Let me finish my thought about what I was talking about with the Titans. Um before I, or, or technically the Colts, before I talk about the official, the officiating call. So what I was talking about earlier was, I was kind of talking about how I feel like if the Colts, they kind of just get one stop that they can, you know, they, that they can win the game here. Because, um, I, like, I think the Titans, they want to run the football, and Derrick Henry is one of their best offensive players. So I think that if the Colts in the second half, if they just get one stop, then um, I think they'll win the game because the Titans will just run themselves out of the game because they'll just run, you know, the ball and they'll eat up a lot of clock. But on this play here, it's second and two, 45, 46 seconds left in the second quarter. At the 28-yard line of the Tennessee Titans, they are deep inside Tennessee Titans territories, by the way, the Colts. Phillip Rivers snaps the ball, and he audibles a little bit at the line of scrimmage, and a defensive pass rusher comes in and hits him in his face, right? And you can't do that as a defensive lineman. You can't do that at all. And I'm like, that should be a penalty, right? As much as you like the, uh, you may not like how a quarterback can't get hit in the face. You may not like it. Regardless, it's the correct call. Like if we're going by the rules, right? So defensive lineman comes in, comes in, boom, hits him in the face mask. That should be a penalty. It's not a penalty. And it's like, hey guys, call the fucking game straight up. Call it straight up, you know, call it. Why are we not calling these calls? Why are, we not, why are we not calling these penalties? They're going to show it on replay. Pumps. Does he get hit in the face? Looks like he gets hit in the shoulder. I may be wrong on that. Let me see it. Maybe I'm wrong again, by the way. Maybe I'm fucking way too ticky-tacky here. Does he get hit in the face? Looks like he gets hit in, hit in the face mask. Regardless, he, this should be a penalty. Yeah, that should be a penalty. Even like that slight little bump. Not even bump, that hit. Bang, right there. Should be a penalty. And they're showing Phillip Rivers get out of a sack. Yep. And they're talking about how Phillip Rivers isn't going to get out of the pocket and run and all that good stuff. But it's like, dude, like, penalty, right? Like, how are we going to... And this is my problem with professional sports, right? It's like, listen, guys. Like, how are we going to fucking call these games, you know? And this is why I love esports, right? Because you you literally don't have to worry about the officiating ever, ever. There's no weird application of the rules. There's no, we're going to let them play physical during this game, but on the next game, we're going to call every single call in the rule book as it is to the, like, they, they don't fucking come in week to week and just decide randomly that they're going to slightly follow the rules or generally follow the rules or follow the rules to the letter or in in a lot of the cases in the NFL do a half and half where they just don't properly apply the rules to the sport 
It's like, hey guys, um, like, can we get an actual like general field when it comes to the officials? Because these guys, they are just disastrous tonight, man. First and ten, Phil Rivers. He wants the money shot. He's not going to get it. T.Y. Hilton wants. He took a shot towards the end zone. If you don't know what I'm referring to when I'm talking about money shot, takes shot towards the end zone. Doesn't get it. T.Y. Hilton. That's a hold right there. That's another hold, and they don't call it. That's a hold, and they don't call it. I mean, it's slight, but it's like, are you going to are you going to call one that's significant or one that's slight? Because they they held him after five yards. I could do this. I'm doing it all day long. Second and ten, Phil Rivers, quick pass, Hines. Hines goes up the field. Hines gets almost inside the ten. There's 22 seconds left. I got a feeling Colts are going to score on this drive. Touchdown, by the way. Not field goal, touchdown. I'd put 20 on it. Not five, 20. I like this drive. This is a nice, awesome drive by the Colts. First and 10 at the, maybe maybe I shouldn't have said 20. They got 21 seconds left. They're at the 11-yard line of the Titans. Uh, It's going to be tight. First and 10. Quick pass out. Hines, who has been absolutely spectacular for Phillip Rivers on this drive especially, man. Absolutely fantastic. Interesting thing about the Colts. Um, kind of like like the issue for the Colts, as it has been pretty much since Peyton Manning, since they got rid of Peyton Manning and they kicked him, and they kicked him to the curb. Um, the problem with the Colts, then the problem with Andrew Luck, then the problem with Jacoby Brissett. Hold on, I got a burp. Excuse me. Then the problem with the team. Um, they need a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. Throw it. He gets sacked. I'm going to lose 20. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to lose 20. They want to clock it. Oh, my God. Philip, clock it. Ah, oh, fuck. I was like, he could potentially get, could have gotten somebody off sides if he had clocked it faster. I just lost $20. <laughs> I should have just said score. That's what I just should have said. I was like, why did I think touchdown? It's like, he gets sacked. I'm like, that's Phillip Rivers for you. And it's like, Phillip, throw the football, man. He's like, he wanted the money shot. He wanted, he wanted to go for it all. He's like, going to make you lose $20. By the way, who are these girls in this new, like, Copper Fit commercial with Brett Favre and Jerry Rice when they're playing tennis? By the way, I've seen, because I've I've watched the NFL Network for, like, um, for, like, three or four months straight in the summer, so I've seen, like, a fuck ton of Copper Fit commercials and things of that nature, but apparently this is Copper Fit Ice. Do you honest, like, like, let's be honest about this. Do you, do you believe... <laughs> What they're selling, you know? Do you believe it? Because I don't. Oh, my God. Wait, are those their wives or are those, like, tennis players? I don't I don't know. They're like, we got to get some girls into this marketing campaign. We're going to get the girls in for cop- for Copper Fit Ice. 
How much money do do you think they get paid, Jerry and Brett? Hold on. Honestly, I'm I'm interested in like just how often they run that ad, man. They run that fucker a lot. <clears throat> that fucking ad. Copper fit ice. Not even copper fit ice, just copper fit in general. Like I've always wondered if it's just snake oil. It probably is. It's like why why not just take like some supplements, you know, that like help with like your joints and stuff like that? I don't know. Or something else besides just like some voodoo. I I, I don't know how much it's gonna help. I shouldn't shit on it too much, especially if it does actually help people. It's like I got a feeling doesn't work as well as advertised, you know? There's another one. <laughs> it's like speak of the devil. It's like there's the, another copper fit ad. Oh, yeah. By the way, speaking of the devil, not of the devil, but speaking of the Colts and the football game. Colts and the Titans are back on. Colts, they got the ball back. Completely forgot that the Colts, they're on deck right now. Gosh, I always talk about like how young Aaron Andrews looks because she's 40 years old and she looks like she's 28. But I also, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. It's because I always see her at halftime and it like we're nine, we're 10 weeks into the season. Still astounds me that she's 40. No idea how she does that. First and 10 at the 26-yard line. And I probably should stop talking about it because the conversation is kind of getting boring, but still. It's like, it's, it's like, like, do you drink out of the fountain of youth? Like, I, I don't know. I look pretty young myself, by the way. It's not like I look like I'm, you know, in my mid-20s. I've constantly been compared to, Jesus Christ, does she look young. Like, I kid you not. Like, you know how, like, some girls, like, they, they look like they're in their mid-20s, Right? Like, you kind of go from, like, high school and middle school. Like, like I remember, like, um, when I was in high school and, and even in middle school, I was like, I can kind of tell, like, who looks like an adult and who doesn't and, like, who looks like they're in middle school or whatever. And it's like, you go, to, you go from, like, high school to, like, college and stuff like that, and then you see, like, women. You don't see girls anymore. You see, like, grown-ass women. And you're like, oh, that's what a grown-ass woman looks like, right? And it's like, Aaron Andrews looks like a grown-ass woman who's, like, just kind of getting into her prime in her career. Like, she looks like she's 28, 29. It's like, again, 40. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Jane Slater also is 40 herself. She doesn't look 40. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, God, man. I'm like, some girls, they look 40, but then others, they like 30 at most. Goodness gracious. I'm very fascinated with their um with their beauty routine. I'm not gonna lie to you because I'm you know I'm being a brother myself. It's like I get ashy. I gotta put lotion on. So yes, I'm I'm very interested in their this this is a this is a pivot to essentially me saying I kind of wonder what their beauty routine is outside of their hair because I like I don't care. It's like what do they do skin wise? It's like I want to look young forever. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, off after a really, really nice couple runs by the, uh, the Colts with, oh, there's Jadavion Clowney. Um, after, uh, after some really, really nice runs with, um, with the Colts, it's second and 13 after Jadavion Clowney gets a three yard loss. But I mean, they're already inside Tennessee Titan territory. So what do you need to know? It's like the, uh, the Colts, they're, they're booking it. Phillip Rivers. We're, they're in a weird formation where they motioned the running back out of the backfield and they were in a big boy jumbo formation. Did he get that interception? No, he did not. Is that a bounce? That was a weird play call. It's like, dude, like they had all of like it was like they were going to run a play like in their jumbo formation. Did he catch that inbounds? No, he didn't. I can already tell he didn't. Yep. Didn't. But they were in jumbo. They had like two or three tight ends on the line of scrimmage, and then they had Philip Rivers just like, you know, like in the back in the backfield. But they motioned the running back, so it's like it's a pass. It's like Philip Rivers is not going to run. It's like why not give him T. Y. Hilton? T. Y. was not out there. They had like running backs, or I, I don't know. It was it was a weird play call. Third and thirteen now. Bang. A lot of time over the middle. Eighty one. Doesn't get it. Not even close. <laughs> like, doesn't get it. Not even close. Wait, am I almost? Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. They're going to go for it on fourth down, it looks like. I was about to say, am I close to the actual live broadcast? And it's like, I kind of am, but it's it's not going to be close enough where I'm going to be, like, out of recording. Fourth and two at the Titan 25-yard line. Philip Rivers talking to all of his guys saying a whole bunch of stuff. He's looking for T.Y. Hilton. Bang, he doesn't got him. He gets 14 on the underneath route for a first down for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta love it. Ah. Standing up. I've been standing up for like an hour. It's not like standing up is a problem. It's just I keep pacing around, so I'm burning a lot of energy. Not really. <laughs> Energy. First and 10 play action. Quick pass to the tight end, number 81, for like four yards. Four yards, maybe. Allie Cox. That's literally his last name. Allie Cox. I just, <laughs> I just realized it. I was like, man, I feel like that should be funnier. Allie Cox. <laughs> oh, my God. Second and eight. Ryan Tannehill trying to get warm. This has been a nice, long five-minute drive, right? So remember what I was talking about where I was like, you know what? I feel like if the Colts, they get a stop here on um on, on the next drive, I feel like the Titans are just going to run themselves out of the ball game. I, feel, I, I still feel that way. And um, I don't feel that way anymore because the, uh, the Titans, not the Titans, the Colts, they may not score a touchdown on this drive because they keep running it instead of trying to you know, take some shots towards the end zone with some not funky play design, Frank. Can we get some some better play calls here? Just saying. Just saying. Third and eight now. That's like a it, it was a it was a very very it, the the run was stopped. It was a running play. The last play on second down. The other yeah, run play was stopped. It was it was a it didn't go anywhere. And I was like, why not give Philip you know some more shots? Bang, Michael Pittman Jr. It's gonna be short. I think you got to go for it again. I didn't like it during the first quarter. You got to go for it in the second, man. Looks like they are. 
but this, but I would say to Frank Clark, I would be like, hey man, like, hey man, you know, just like, they hand it off to the running back, he does get it. Like, give it to the back in short yarded situations. Don't give it, like, you should, it should be pass, 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 run. Pass, 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 run. Like, if you ever get into fourth down territory, and if it's like fourth and short, run it. But it should, it's first and go at the five, take a shot. You got Pittman, you got T.Y., I love these mashups. Take your best mashup and Philip sling that thing. Look for oh, too late on the tight end. Probably could have been a touchdown. He he looked off the, the the route should have been going to the tight end. The ball should have been going to the tight end in the flat route. He had him wide open for a touchdown, but he threw it way too late. And as he, he let the play develop, the coverage was there. Yep, he just clutched it. He hitched it. Like he kind of may not hitched it. He like pumped. Like, he was going to throw it, and it's like, just throw it. He's going to take it upfield, and he's going to, you know, run into the end zone. Just saying. Could have had a touchdown instead of a one-yard gain. Second and goal at the four. Rivers, bang, they snap it to him. Jets sweep for number 14, who's got the money shot for the end zone. Touchdown, Indianapolis. And he's dancing. I don't know what he, I don't know what it, I don't know what that is. I barely know what the dances the players do now. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, what is that? Bang. Number 14 goes up the field. Easy money. Even hits his head on the defensive lineman's helmet. Bang. Oof. Oh, no, that's not a touchdown. It's going to be like third and short, maybe. It was close. It was close. Oh, no, they're ruling it as a touchdown. Oh, no, they're not. They're going to replay it. The reason why I was like, oh, they're ruling it as a touchdown is because the Colts special teams were um, were out there. They're like, wait, you guys didn't review that? You guys didn't take a gander at it? Really? You guys didn't do that thing? Really? So, yeah, it's third and goal now. So, yeah, the, it, it, I was like, same, same premise where I was talking about pass, 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 run, right? If it's short, then, yes, you, you obviously run the football here. But if, like, I, I like the play calling – um, so far with the Colts, I was like, yes, you know, like run this thing. Let's get it. Third and goal. Bang. Hand off to the back. Keeps his feet churning. He doesn't get it. They're expecting it. I don't know. Why not have like a reverse? I don't know. I, I kind of like the, um, the play call that got them all the way down to like the one. I'm not going to lie. Why not run like a quarterback sneak with Phillip Rivers right here? You're essentially at the one. Oh, no. He barely gets past the line of scrimmage, man. It's Jonathan Taylor, too. The back out of Wisconsin. He's like projected to be a first-round draft pick, by the way. This is, I think, the third time this drive that they go for it on fourth down. This has been like an eight-minute drive. Hopefully, they score a touchdown here, keeping my fucking hopes alive. Hand off to the back. Jonathan Taylor keeps his legs churning. I don't think he got it. And it's, do you want to know who it is? It's not Jonathan Taylor. It's not Hines. Say it with me. It's that fucking guy, Wilkins. And I said it before. I was like, I'll say it again. I don't like Wilkins. I don't know why he, they tried to run it with Wilkins again. I was like, hey, um, why not just give it to anybody else besides Wilkins? And the linebacker sees the hole, gets just right in the, just right in there. Just finds it. And then Wilkins just 
gets nowhere fucking fast. That's where he goes. That was like three or four fourth downs, by the way, that they didn't, that they converted. It was like two or three, I think. And then on the fourth or the fifth, they didn't convert. First and 10, Ryan Tannehill under shotgun. Bang, handoff. Derrick Henry for like five or six yards. Getting out of that end zone. All right. Again, the Colts, they took a fuck ton of time off. Remember, th like that drive, it, it was eight minutes, right? It's seven minutes, five seconds left in the third quarter. That took a long ass time to fucking do nothing, essentially, besides get it all the way down to the one. And then you give up five yards in the run game to Derrick Henry. And now it's like, oh, fuck, we're pissed now. Hand off to Derrick Henry again. For like, you know, six yards. Let me plug in my computer. It's at 24% battery. Hold on. First and 10 after the first down run by Derrick Henry. They're going to toss it to him. He gains like eight yards. This is uh, very mal, very bad for the Colts because now I don't get, I don't get why the Colts are coming off, you know, that last drive cold. Like they should be stopping Henry right now. Like Henry and the Titans offense should be cold. I get it. It's the run game, but it's like still, man, you know, how are they not? doing anything like your offense literally bought you like eight minutes in the third quarter like they essentially didn't play for the majority of uh, of this of this game right now and it's like the Colts defense is coming off cold it's like bro like figure this shit out they did um the Titans they were like eh, we're uh we're not gonna run it with Derrick Henry anymore and that doesn't work at all I think they give uh, the ball to Deontay Foreman and Derrick Henry is on the sideline with his helmet off. That's not good at all. Literally their entire offense. And, it, and he's, and he's kind of, you know, I don't want to say flexing. It's kind of like I, I, he's trying to get his left shoulder loose. It may be a shoulder injury. Third and one. Titans under center. Let's see what happens. Bang. Oh. Tannehill tries to have some type of a rollout to his right. And, I mean, the Colts, they read that shit like a book. Colts defense gets a really, really nice stoppage where it's like, fuck, now the Titans defense is going to have to come back on this football field. Remember what I talked about? One stop. One stop. And I think the Colts got the ball. Not the ball, Um, the game. And uh, the punter, whoever that was, terrible punt. Was it blocked? Oh, no, that was just a god-awful punt. Punt, excuse me. And I, I don't know who is this punter from, like, Australia. But there's this one punter. Oh, no, that, that's in college football. That's in college football. My bad. I thought, he, I thought he was in the NFL. I think he's in college. Anyways. <clears throat> By the way, if the audio sucks for this podcast, I kind of did some tests before. But I'm like... You know, it's it's different doing some like 
test before and then like listening back to like an actual broadcast that's like actual that's actually how you're gonna sound and stuff like that so i kind of did some tests and stuff like that so if it if it sucks i don't know I, I'm, I'm watching it right now i'm watching my mixer on obs and it's like and eh, it seems it seems like it's at the desired sound that i want it to be at so it's definitely lower but it's like you know it is what it is as i fast forward through the rest of this the rest of the ads Philip Rivers first and 10 27 yard line of the Titans yeah it was a really really bad punt like it it like was booted off of his off of his like right foot and it like curved to the right didn't even get outside of their territory bad punt terrible punt by the punter number 12 he's looking at it I don't even know what happens what happens it's a good drop too he, it's just a bad punt. He just, like, doesn't get it off. He gets it, like, he boots it off the side of his boot. And it's just, like, I don't know I don't know how that happens. I've never seen that happen before. It was a good drop. They didn't block it or anything like that. It's just bad punt. So, on first down, the Colts, they run it for, like, three yards. On second down, oh, that's a beautiful play designed by Frank Wright. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. On second down, it's a... It's a it's a jet sweep play with Michael Pittman Jr., my guy, out of USC. By the way, shout out to every team that passed up on him. Technically, the Colts got him not late, early in the second round, so it wasn't a lot of teams that passed up on him. But they have a um, a screen play set up to him. It's a jet sweep, and they have all these blockers down the field, offensive linemen, tight ends. And he gets like all the way inside, like the three yard line. Oh my god! And I was like, I was I I watched it, and I was like. Every single coach in the league, do you want to know where they got this play from? All this, like, up-the-field blocking with the guards and the offensive linemen. Do you want to know where Frank Wright just stole that play from? San Francisco. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, they run these wide receiver screen plays all the time. Like, this is the basis of their offense. They run this shit all day long. All day long. And I saw Dallas run some of these uh, concepts where they have these, you know, where they have, you know, reverses and jet sweeps, these, you know, these kind of longer developing plays um, with wide receivers running the football. I saw, I see it sometimes with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper nowadays. And I like, like you see the really, really smart offensive coordinators run those types of plays. They don't have to run it all. The, there he is. There, fill up. Jesus Christ. He had a touchdown. He's he literally he's like 81 is wide open in the end zone and he's just like he, he just doesn't get him he just doesn't give the ball to him look left there he is throw it throw it he doesn't throw it at all he doesn't throw it at all like at all I'm watching it for a third time because I just cannot believe like how easy it is there it is there it is just doesn't throw it and you want to know the dumb thing, by the way? I talked about how bad the officials are. Um, 81 just committed blatant P.I. against Malcolm Butler, where he, like, literally shoved him to the turf. There he is. Touchdown. Just hesitates. And, it, and 81 just shoves Malcolm Butler. 81 is a big-ass tight end, by the way. Malcolm Butler. Small corner. It's like David and Goliath out there, man. I mean, 81 is a huge human being. 
Second and goal at the two. Finish. 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 Rivers bang. Hand off to 21. That's what you do all day, every day. 21. Hines. Naeem. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Naeem. Naeem Hines. I got to remember this guy. Naeem Hines. Easy money play, easy money touchdown. Thank you, number 12, punter for the Tennessee Titans for screwing up an easy punt. Giving the Phillip Rivers-led Indianapolis Colts a very, very, very easy touchdown. Anyways, back to the, the play that started that whole drive off beautifully. The uh, Michael Pittman Jr. jet screen play. Awesome job by Frank Wright. And again, you see the smart guys doing it. Not every guy does it. Not every offensive coordinator does it. But a lot of these guys, they're like, hang on a minute. Wait a second now. Like, you know, we don't want to be predictable in our running game. We don't want to do the exact same stuff. Like, if we want to run the football, why not have more depth to our run game by adding some more jet screens, some more wide receiver action? We're not just going to hand it off and say, hey, to hey, running back, go up the middle of the football field and run between the tackles. We're going to get our guys involved. If our offensive linemen, they look fat, but really they're athletes, they're big guys that can run down the football field, why not send them down there so that way they can get some dirty business and get going? Why not? That's what they're saying, the Indianapolis Colts. I'm saying the exact same thing. Anyways, let's see what the Titans have to offer. By the way, there's 2 minutes 51 seconds left in the third quarter. Let me take a swig of my lemonade. Mm. I have no idea how Joe Rogan does podcast high or drunk. I don't know how people do podcast drunk or high. I don't like to be out of my mind, man. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm a crazy person, a psychopath just a little bit. I'm like, I don't want to be out of my mind. Because I'm like, I have no idea how I would act if I have to process like all this information and things of that nature. And be like, and make smart decisions and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, that's really what it comes down to. I'm like, I don't know how many smart decisions I would be able to make if I was high or drunk on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because let's be honest. You don't necessarily gain IQ points when you smoke weed or drink alcohol. Probably lose a couple. Not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, maybe not necessarily a good thing either. <clears throat> on second and ten, Derrick Henry... Get stuffed. Dreams do come true. And hand it off to Henry. Henry Rhodes. By the way, Xavier Rhodes is a corner who was there initially, but check this out. Darius Leonard, the maniac. He was also there as well. Third and nine. Ryan Tannehill and the shotgun. Let's see what he does. Four seconds left on the play clock. Get it snapped. Bang, they do. He's looking. Fires over the middle of the field. It's dropped in coverage. Number 5'8". I was about to say the maniac. He kind of looks like him. Same body type. Big guy, super athletic, big guy. It's going to be fourth down now. That's going to be Micah Parsons for the Dallas Cowboys. In coverage, great coverage, bang. 
Micah, I can already see you being a Dallas Cowboy doing that for the Dallas Cowboys. Excuse me. wonder what number he's going to wear when Micah Parsons becomes a Dallas Cowboy. I'm going to speak it into existence, ladies and gentlemen. I want Micah Parsons as a Dallas Cowboy. Daniel. Woo! They blocked the point! The Colts recover inside the Titans' territory and they bring it back for a touchdown! Special teams have been special all day for the Colts and they have been very special for the Tennessee Titans 12 making a horrendous mistake. Bang! They just don't pick up everybody and he blocks the punt. Oh, sweet Jesus. What a fantastic day for me. Except not getting a PS5. I had a fantastic day. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> what a fantastic day for me. Gets hit up under his chin. The punter tries to get something going on. 27-17 is about to be the score if the kicker. I think from Georgia can sink this punt. Bang. Bang. Through the uprights. Easy money. Easy money. For the Colts. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? Remember what I said about the Titans. Remember what I said about the Titans. Right? Sometimes, hey man, I'm like Big Sean. I take L's. Everybody takes L's. Nobody takes straight dubs 365 days a year, every single year, you know? You take L's. I take L's. But like Big Sean, I bounce back. I bounce back. Right? What did I say? Derrick Henry in the, in, in the Titans offense is go not going to get stuffed, right? If you can contain him, if you can contain him, if you cannot let him get these big yards, then you'll have a better shot of winning because their whole offense, their whole team is schemed towards, hey, guys, we're going to have a, you know these long time of possessions and blah, 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 blah. Now Ryan Tannehill is going to have to throw this dog on football. Watch what he does. Watch what Ryan Tannehill does. And it's the bottom of the third quarter. This is very important for you to watch. And more importantly, listen to what I got to say. Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans are going to have to go fast, right? Your defense, don't, don't, don't buy into, well, if we give our defense a long time off, if we give them a break, if we score a touchdown here, they'll have our back. Don't buy into that nonsense. And look at what they did on first down. On first down, they run it with Derrick Henry for three, maybe four yards, right? They're like, we're going to run the football here. You want to know what the Colts defensive coordinator's done? He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Indianapolis, not Indianapolis, Tennessee. Thank you so much for running this thing on football. Thank you so much making sure our offense is going to have a sweet old time with your defense. They've been having a sweet time this second half, just cutting you up. Thank you so much. Second and seven. Play action. Ryan Tannehill gets the ball off quickly. Almost. I mean, he takes a shot in the chest. Tannehill's down. But he gets up. It's a big help up by Derrick Henry. And he just takes a bang. A shot in the chest. Mm. He's got to get up. He's got to make a play. 
Whew. Tannehill, it's going to be third and one. They didn't even get the first down. 35 seconds left in the third. Hand off to Derrick Henry, the back. He gets tripped up just a little bit, but he gets the first down in like five, maybe six yards more. He almost gets tripped up in the backfield. I really, really like this penetration by the Colts' defense. They're not willing, like, like here's the thing, right? The um, the Titans, they they sometimes run it. In, ooh, Tannehill's hurt. He was like, he was wincing in pain when he got hit in the chest. But they're not really, like, like the Titans right now, they're trying to, Get Derrick Henry the edge on some of these plays. They're not really trying to run it that much on the inside. They're trying to get, trying to feed him the ball, right? On the outside. He's bouncing it a lot to the outside. And there are times where the linebackers, the DBs are making plays. They're, they're tackling. They're actively tackling Derrick Henry. Or at least they're trying to actively tackle Derrick Henry. And you got to love it. First and 10 at the 40 of the Titans. Let's see what happens. Tannehill, bang, to Henry. Henry, as soon as I say they're trying to get it to him outside of the tackles, and as soon as I say that they kind of have him contained, he breaks free for like 13, 14 yards. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's that it's the, it's the thing that the broadcasters do. You know, when like Chris Collinsworth has been like, uh, whenever he comments on a quarterback, he's like, you know, that guy's been playing really, really fantastic. You know, he hasn't had an interception all year, and then he throws a pick six. You know, it's like that's that's essentially what just happened. First and ten at the forty-eight yard line of the Tennessee Titans. They got a fullback in the game. Pitch play to Derrick Henry. They think he has the hot hand. I mean, he just got like eight yards, eight tough yards. <clears throat> Derrick Henry, former Alabama running back. Heisman Trophy winner, not candidate, winner, ladies and gentlemen. They don't hand those things out to suckers. He's a great player. I'm not a hater. You know, I'm not a hater. I'm not one of these guys that's going to be like, you know, I think Derrick Henry, he's terrible. No, he's, he's, he's a great back. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Don't be a hater. Enjoy greatness. It's like going to a Ruth Chris Steakhouse and being like, I don't like, I don't like their steaks. I'm going to be critical of their steaks. Piss off. Enjoy the $50 steaks. What are you doing? You do realize that they like soak their steaks in butter at Ruth Chris Steakhouse, right? Everybody realizes this, right? Enjoy the $50 steak. They're $50 for a reason, man. Save up some money. Take your girl out or take yourself out. Treat your fucking self. Don't be a hater. Enjoy those Ruth Chris steaks. They're delicious. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I cook, I cook a mean steak myself, but you don't hear me being like, I hate, I hate Ruth Chris steaks. It's like, no, I love them. Great steakhouse. Great steakhouse chain, by the way. Super fucking expensive. But great steakhouse chain. Play action on first down. Ryan Tannehill steps up. He's rolling to his left. And he's going to get shoved out of bounds. How the fuck are you going to call a personal foul? What? He doesn't shove him. So, so Troy says, apparently I'm the only one that can see things. 
Uh, Troy says that he shoved, um, that Darius Leonard shoved Ryan Tannehill. He did not shove him at all. He lets off when he goes out of bounds. He doesn't shove Darius Leonard, uh, not Darius Leonard, and uh, he, do- he doesn't shove Ryan Tannehill. <clears throat> and because he doesn't shove Ryan Tannehill, um, Ryan Tannehill, he's going at full speed, and Darius Leonard, he just lets off. Ryan Tannehill doesn't, like, you can't stop. You can slow down, but you can't come to a full, complete stop. And he, like, hits one of the Colts players on the sideline, and uh, they they flow the flag. And I'm like, dude, like, how the fuck is that P.I.? Like, oh, like not P.I., but, like, a personal foul. Like, open up your fucking eyes, dude. Goodness gracious. That really juiced me up. So this drive, <clears throat> context, I think this drive started with, like, three minutes left in the third quarter it is now like 12 minutes left they have like 12 minutes left in the fourth remember how i was talking about one stop how long it takes for the tennessee titans to get up the field football field this is like a six minute drive ladies and gentlemen uh 12 minutes 43 seconds left in the ball game and they're now inside the colt ter- uh not territory but colt red zone uh derrick henry is having a field day with the colts defense i have no idea why this should be a holding penalty, 1,000% on the Colts offensive line, which I think they only have one or zero. They've been holding the tight, not the uh, not not the Colts, excuse me. Yep, yeah. It's like boom. It's like dude, like the the Titans have been holding the Colt the Colts, excuse me, all game long, and it's like how do you like boom? There it is. But I mean, there's been examples like that all game long, and I haven't seen them call. Blocks in the back, holding, things of that nature. Better late than never, I'll say. But yeah, like, it's just, yikes, man. It's just so frustrating to see this be played sometimes. First and 10, I think it's now first, no, it's second and 18, not first and 10. Second and 18, Titans, not Titans, Colts, like 20-something yard line. A.J. Brown wants a face mask or something like that. It's third and 18. I don't know why he's so pissed off. His team has been getting so many calls. Are they going to show it on replay? A.J. Brown is like looking at the Jumbotron screen. I'm looking at him right now. What happened? Oh, yeah. They grabbed him on his face mask. They missed a call. I'm not going to lie to you about it. They definitely missed a call where they grabbed him on his face mask. Like, I think that's like illegal touching. Again, I'm honest. I'm genuine. I don't like it either way, but it's definitely been happening way more towards the Colts than it is for the Titans. It's fourth down now. The Colts were pointing in the backfield as if they were like, there's a penalty in the backfield, but uh, a Titan player slipped, and they were like, I think they just wanted to make sure that they knew, the rest knew. Like, um, it's not our fault. So, by the way, um, the uh, the Titans, they needed a touchdown on this drive, and they needed this drive to not be a fucking long-ass drive, which it was. Bad news just got worse. Steven Goskowski, who has missed a fuck-ton of field goals and was a great field goal kicker for over 10 years with the Patriots, has missed yet another field goal. I would recommend to the Titans, I think the, um, the Rams, they just activated Kai Forbath. Forbath! Love Kai Forbath. He was awesome for the Dallas Cowboys. Didn't miss a single field goal. 
with his tenure with the Cowboys, I was like, I don't, I don't know why you don't have Kai Forbath on your team. But I guess they were like, hey, we're going to – we know who, who we want. We want Greg the Leg Zerline. And, you know, when they were like, okay, okay. You know, but, you know, I, I, like I, I, I would I don't know why, why teams don't, like, take kickers who make kicks more often. Kai Forbath, just saying. Speaking of women who and, and people in general who like don't look their age, I'm pretty sure Rashida Jones is like close to 50, right? How old is Rashida Jones? I'm I'm watching her in a T-Mobile ad, right? She's wearing like a, a Cuban link chain in a sweater. She's like 50, right? Or she's close to 50. I'm not saying she's 50, but she's like she's 44, right? She doesn't look 44 years old. Like, like, like everybody's watched, of course, of course, everybody's watched Parks and Rec, right? But I'm watching the Dave Chappelle show now, right? And he has her in like some of the sketches um, um, in the show. And I'm like, dude, like she, like that show was almost 20 years ago. She was like in her early 20s during that show when she was on that show, right? Yeah, she was like 24. Good number, by the way. Oh no, she was like 23, not 23, like 26, 27 when she was on that show, right? 20 years ago? I mean, the, the Chappelle show was like 2004, 2006. So it's like 16 years ago. So it's like, yeah, she was like 28, 26, 27, like somewhere around there. She still looks like that. She like she even looked younger back then. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> but anyways, everybody knows who Rashida Jones is, obviously. The Office. She was in The Office. She was, like, now she's on, like, I just saw her on the Chappelle show. And then she's on Parks and Rec. Probably, like, that's one of my favorite TV shows. I like Parks and Rec way more than um, than The Office. But I do like The Office. Everybody loves The Office. It's like, come on. You love The Office. You love Parks and Rec. I got to get both. Of, weirdly enough, I don't have either one of them on DVD. How much does the Parks and Rec... I think it costs like $40, $50 for both of them, by the way. Parks and Rec, the complete editions. Like the complete series. It costs $30 for Parks and Rec and for The Office. Sorry for the squeaks. For The Office, it costs 45 and yes, I know I know that you can stream them, but I like having DVDs of stuff. That's so cheap, though. Especially considering the, that the Office Complete series is like $80. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> How does that make sense that it's $80 for The Office, you know? I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Back to the football game. There he is right there. On first and ten after a face mask penalty. Phillip Rivers in the shotgun. Bang, they snap it to him. Play action. He's looking for Michael Pittman Jr. Over the middle. It's caught. Wide open. Going down the football field. Cuts back on the inside. Carries 31 inside the 15-yard line of the uh, Tennessee Titans. Ball game. What did I say? What did I say? God damn it. What did I say? What did I say? 
I mean, that's an easy, easy pass over the middle. Michael Pittman, bang, go. going on a rant so so much that it's like literally I unplugged my microphone sorry about that Michael Pittman Jr. goes up the football field easy completion easy yardage easy money Michael Pittman Jr. baby first and 10 11 yard line they'll put this into like what easily a two possession game I mean it technically already is like they'll get the field goal, they'll either, they're either get they're either going to get a field goal or a touchdown, right? Regardless of whatever they get, they're going to get it, and they're going to make it a, a thirteen or a seventeen point game. A cent, like they're not going to score two times in the fourth quarter. There's ten minutes left in the ball game. Like, like Tennessee right now is the division leaders at six and two. Guess what they're about to be. Six and three. They're going to be tied with the Colts. Colts, because they beat the Titans, are going to have the tiebreaker, and boom, Titans are going to win. The, uh, not Titans. Colts are going to win um, this game and probably lead the division, but not probably. Definitely lead the division. By the by, I have the Titans winning this division, but the Colts right now are they're winning this ball game. I, I I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm not going to lie to you. If you ask me a couple of weeks, I don't I don't know. Like the Colts, they kind of match up well against this team. Now, the structure of the Titans, the structure of the Titans is what, right? When you think about the Titans, what do you think about? You don't think of burst from the offensive side of the football. You don't see, you don't feel, like you don't think of, you know, great wide receivers, things of that nature. You don't think of that. What you think of when you think of the Titans, and by the way, Michael Pittman Jr. took a fucking shot going over the middle to the point where he has to go out of the game, onto the sideline, and take a fucking knee, by the way. But what do you think of the Tennessee Titans when you think of that football team? You don't think of burst. You don't think of explosion. What you think of when it comes to the Titans is you think of defense. You think of Derrick Henry. You think of the big stiff arm plays. You don't think of explosive, dynamic plays from the Tennessee Titans. And Mike Rabel right now is looking on this game, and he knows the identity of his football team. And he knows that his football team is not the type of team to come back from a deficit like this, especially if the um, the Titans are going to go down two scores, not two scores, but um, if, the, if the Titans are going to, uh, or essentially, excuse me, going to um, going to get another touchdown be scored on them. Like, they, like it, this game is over with. And there's nine minutes and 25 seconds left in the ballgame. It's third and one right now. Phil Rivers is on the sideline. I think they have Jacoby Brissett in, yeah? And that and the reason why is that they can run the read option and stuff like that with him, making it a little bit harder to read. Or they're just going to run the quarterback sneak with him, and he's just going to barrel his way into the end zone for a touchdown. And that's going to seal the game because now they're up three scores, and now it's just easy money for the, um, for the Indianapolis Colts. And now it's ball game. What did I say? There's like... <clears throat> There's like nine minutes left. Now, interestingly enough, um, if they hit this field goal, they're going to go up by 17 points, which means that I get to invoke the three-score rule when it comes to the 24th podcast. Some of you are probably irked out of your fucking mind uh, when I talk about this because usually I don't actually employ it because usually I, I don't get to, but usually, um, not usually, 
But um, what I mean by three-score rule is I mean that if a team ever gets up by three scores or more, I get to fast-forward through the rest of this football game. And I'm waiting. Bang. Cool. I get to fast-forward through this football game. So now we get to... um. <laughs> So now we get to uh, really end this game very quickly. And now you're going to see the Colts, not the Colts, the Titans, probably make this a 10-point game, a 7-point game. And um, and uh, really screw the pooch on this. Maybe not screw the pooch, but make the game look a lot closer than it actually is, I would say. And some people are going to blame it on Steven Guskowski. Some people are going to blame it on the punter having a shitty-ass punt. Listen, man. The identity of the Titans is to have a slow-paced game where you burn up a lot of fun. Let me sit down now because, I mean, it's over with. Awesome stuff. I'm going to sit down now. <sighs> Been standing up for like two hours. I'm like pacing around. But it's like, what? Do you, like the Colts' whole identity, not the Colts, the Titans, excuse me, the whole Titans' identity is running the football and playing defense. Ryan Tannehill only has 117 yards. 117 yards, ladies and gentlemen. Because they're like, yeah, we're just going to run the football with Derrick Henry and we're going to slowly matriculate the ball up the field and we're down by three scores, but we don't have an up-tempo offense because that's not who we are. So we're going to burn like an additional five minutes trying to have this long-ass drive and it's, it's now fourth and three now. You know, we're deep inside of the Colt territory, of Colt's territory, but it's like, you know, if we don't get this fourth down, it like, you know, it doesn't matter. And they don't. Is this B.I.? Let me, let me check this thing out. Is this B.I.? I don't know. 81 goes up the field, Smith. Yeah, that's B.I. He hooks him. He grabs him. Hooks him. So I'm, I'm looking at Parks and Rec right now. I'm looking at the complete series. There's like two editions of it. Right? Wow. It just comes in like a box. Dude, I love Parks and Rec. Who does like, I mean, who doesn't like Parks and Rec? Honestly, who, who doesn't? But it's like, dude, like Parks and Rec, like on Netflix it's way more appreciated than like at the Oscars. Like I don't think they ever won anything like ever, maybe because probably the office did. Oh no. I think modern family always like won all of the awards and I'm not going to lie to you. I think parks and rec was way better. We're talking about a comedy. I think modern family was like a light comedy. It had a lot more drama aspects to it, but like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think it was, I don't think it was that much of a drama. Or not of a drama, excuse me, of a comedy. And I'm referring to, by the way, um, uh, Modern Family. But there's, like, there's so many, like, additions for Parks and Rec. There's, like, one that's, like, the complete series in a box set. And I'm, like, nobody has any pictures for it. It's 70-something dollars, by the way. It's so weird that, like, one of my favorite shows... Ever, by the way, like ever, ever, ever in Parks and Rec is like 30 fucking dollars, bro. It's $30. Holy shit, it's 30 fucking dollars. 
I kind of like The Office. By kind of, I, I mean, I like it. I like The Office, but fuck, like, I love, like, the, the Office is the more popular show. It's the more, like, talked about show. It's the show that everybody likes. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I like fucking, you know, I like the, um, I like Parks and Rec, Rec better. I like it better. Anyways, I just, I just thought that I would share that with you. Not to say that The Office is like a bad show or anything. It's a great show. I love The Office, but I just, I like Parks and Rec better. I think, like for me, like the style of TV that I like is, um, is like, I feel like sometimes like, like, I feel like, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like Parks and Rec is a lot more zany and cartoonish than The Office. And granted, there's some kind of zany characters like Creed and Dwight and stuff like that. But I, I love the, I love Ron, I love Ron Swanson and I love, um, April Ludgate. And, and the cool thing about both of the TV shows, right? Cool thing about Pawnee, not Pawnee, Parks and Rec and The Office is that they, there is this obvious, like, start to both shows, right? So for Parks and Rec, like, Anne is living with Chris Pat. Chris Pratt's character. I, I completely forgot his name. I'm blanking on his name, right? She's living with him. He's broken both of his legs. Um, April, not April. Um, Anne goes over to Parks and Recreation because they're because she's like, hey, there's this gigantic hole in front of my yard. My boyfriend freaking broke both of his legs, stuff like that, right? And that's how like the show gets started. And it's like they go from there to Anne marrying Rob Lowe's character and um, Andy, Chris Pratt's character, marrying April. It's awesome, by the way. It's an awesome show, bro. Love it. It's like, how do you not like it? Not saying that you don't. It's like, how does how does anyone not like Parks and Rec? I don't know. Anyways, let me fast forward through the rest of uh, the game right now. So, yeah, um... Do I think that the Titans could still win their division? Yeah, I think so. But um, this is kind of a referendum on um, play defense, run ball. Um, maybe play a little bit of offense and a little bit of a passing attack with some interesting play calling and kind of mix it up just a little bit. I think Tom Pelissero, he was writing an article somewhere. Let me find that article on like potential head coaching candidates. Um, I saw it today on like Good Morning Football. Yes, I'm doing this, by the way, because, uh, why not? <laughs> Here it is, right? Oh, so awesome. And I was like, I think he, I think he was talking about, <clears throat> A Titans coach, I thought it, I, I I I knew it was either between the Titans or the um or the um the Titans or the Colts, right? So let me give you this article. This is again Tom Pelissero, an NFL.com reporter. Titans Arthur Smith Bucks Brian Leftwich among coach young coaches to watch. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> 
Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. There's a lot of intrigue around the league about Smith, 38, who has gone from relatively unknown. And I just got a black screen. Relatively unknown Titans coach to hot head coaching name in less than two years. His work with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and, T and Tennessee's offense has impressed. For a guy who grew up with money, his father is billionaire Fred Smith, who found FedEx. Arthur Smith has a blue-collar reputation, humble, hardworking, beloved by players. He paid his dues, spending a decade as a graduate assistant, intern, quality control coach, and assistant position coach. If the Titans finish strong, Smith is positioned to be one of the most coveted candidates in January. I have no idea why. And again, it's like, and I get it, you know, Tannehill, Henry, whatever, like, okay, I don't get it. That's not the system that you should be looking for. Why not Lincoln Riley? I don't get it. This is not that difficult. This is really not that difficult. You know, people want to make it difficult and then be like, I don't understand why teams, I don't understand why, um, why freaking um why why this team sucks and it's because it's like they're like yeah we're gonna get the um the Titans offensive coordinator who is predictable as fuck to be the new modern star and everybody like turns their nose up um when it comes to Sean McVay everybody's like Sean McVay he sucks he's not very good um anymore his offense has been figured out and it's like dude like aren't the Rams either the second seed or the one seed hold on let me unplug my monitor. Is it in? Okay, good. Sorry about that. Um, I kept on getting the black screen and it just like kept on because I have the article on my big ass monitor and it kept on like being like, we're not going to show you the, the fucking article. So I, like, again, like no disrespect to Arthur Smith, but it's like, dude, offensive mind wise, not on the level of, of fucking Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and um, also not on the level of Lincoln Riley. I don't. I don't get it. I've seen Lincoln Riley's offense. I've seen this guy's offense. Lincoln Riley's offense is way better. Way better. It's like if you want to talk about Tannehill, Henry, and the Tennessee Titans offense, bro, what like watch Oklahoma. Watch Oklahoma. Like they've gone from a team that's been like a non play. I, I don't know how they were before he got there, but I'm assuming they were bad, right? and not a playoff team for like three consecutive years with three Heisman Trophy winners or Heisman Trophy candidates in those three years since Lincoln Riley got there. I'm assuming they didn't get that much success, but still, it's like, come on. Like, are we really not going to talk about Lincoln Riley? By the way, Phillip Rivers is talking a lot of shit to the fans in the stands, the fans that are there, by the way. <clears throat> yep. 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 I don't know what Ryan, not Ryan, Philip Rivers is saying. Philip Rivers is the best trash talker who doesn't curse ever. Like, I've seen him say dang it crap more times than I've seen any other dude, man. He is a awesome trash talker who doesn't, like, ever... <laughs> like ever <clears throat> um ever like curses ever 
Oh, beautiful. He has like a full list. So this this is the new faces, by the way. The new faces, the offensive. I'm going to save this article because this is actually kind of detailed. Buccaneers offensive coordinator, Brian Lefwich. I can concur. Clemson, Clemson's offensive coordinator, Giants assistant head coach slash defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. Why? Okay. Brandon Staley. Rams defensive coordinator. Joe Brady, Panthers offensive coordinator. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. It's like, dude, it's like he's literally only been in the league for one year. Come on, man. Returning from last year's list, Robert Sala. I thought his name was Eric Costa. I was obviously wrong. He is the defensive coordinator for the uh, for the 49ers. Saints assistant head coach slash tight ends coach Dan Campbell. Lincoln Riley should be on this list, and he is. Ohio State coach Matt Campbell, Lincoln Riley. By the way, I thought Lincoln Riley was in his early 30s. He's not. He's 37, but, I mean, you know, he's, he's still young, relatively. Riley, 37, is an offensive guru who has coached two Heisman Trophy winners, Murray and Mayfield, both taken number one overall in the NFL draft. He has one of the best gigs in college football and likes where he is. Yeah, he does. He doesn't want to leave out of Norman, Oklahoma. I think that's where Oklahoma is located at. Uh, he, d- he doesn't want to leave at all. I was kind of surprised that he picked up on another guy. I, I'm, I'm also surprised that he doesn't have Urban Meyer on this list, unless I'm missing something here. I don't know. There's a lot of coaches that he's named. But one guy that I think he actually, shout out to Tom Pellicero for actually, you know, highlighting one guy that I was like, wow, like that's that's actually pretty dope that he named this guy Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore because I've been talking about him for like the last couple of weeks. I'm like, I think Kellen could actually be a head coach um, in, the, uh, in the NFL. And it's like, yep. Yeah. So does Tom Pellicero. Tom Pe- Tom Pellicero. So yeah, that was a really really entertaining article by Tom Pellicero. You may be asking me, twenty four. Why did you uh, Why did you keep me for so long? Um, because you know, like the game is over with. It's thirty four to seventeen. Easy easy victory for the um, for the Indianapolis Colts. My dad predicted the Titans. I was like, going with the Colts. Going with the Colts in this game. Oh, yeah, let me look this up. Hold on. GameSpot just released an article like an hour ago. That is taking forever to fucking load. Are you going to load today? Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm reading Anna Karina. I'm actually enjoying it now, and I can actually kind of, like, understand the language, too, a lot better than I did when I, like, first started to read this book almost a year ago, by the way. Blah, blah, blah. The PS5 will be back in stock on Black Friday. Yeah, I already read this, I think. 
Walmart will also have the stock online only on Black Friday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you didn't manage to, please don't tell me that they're not going to have have anything. Oh, yeah, I, I already read this. It's going to be like all stores will have a minimum of two units available when they open at 7 a.m. Local time on November 27th. Don't expect them to have much, though. Yeah, because I already read this. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm going to freaking peace out here. Because I want to start reading Anna Karenna again because I love that book. I'm starting to hit my stride with it. I'm starting to really enjoy it. It's starting to get to that point where I can like understand what they're saying pretty quickly and I can read the book super fast now or faster than like I've ever been able to read the book. So I cannot wait to dig right in, right back into that uh, book and start really making some strides with it. I'm almost halfway done with the book and I cannot wait this right here for anyone who ride with me. to finish reading that, that book. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find my podcast, 24's podcast. Tomorrow, I got, um, what do I got? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to finish off parts of Tuesday's episode. I'm also going to give you my game day predictions for this weekend. And um, it's also going to be my last podcast of the week. Because I'm not podcasting on the weekend. I'm going to just watch football and not podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. We make plans and God laughs. Feel like the older I get, the quicker time pass. Some people live in the past, others live in a flash. Keeping your picture perfect life, it could be gone in a flash. Texting on your way to work and now your brain's on the dash. We all powerless, especially people think power lasts. I ain't cowardice, but sometimes wish I lived behind a mask. Cause facing this world is such a rigorous task. Yeah.